0: Hello, I'm Jess Nix, the Absolute Empowerment Coach. Welcome to my podcast. I'm a certified life coach, NLP master, and creator of the D-Bitch Your Brain methodology. I do the deep and I do the silly, because life's about balance, right? I call the event the bitch, and there's a bitch for every emotion or theme in life. Your bitch keeps you stuck, she keeps you doubting, and makes you feel like you're the only one under reality. To shut her out and to experience more confidence in love, and I'm going to talk about them all with my guests, calling upon their wells of wisdom, fueling your tank with self-belief in the process. Let's get to it. Ultimately, we are a pleasure-seeking species, and we want to feel good. And I'm feeling good, but oh, but oh. Okay, so you want to feel good? A wonderfully organized mind can do that for you. To create order, you have to know what you're working with. After all, what you're aware of, you can control and what you are not controls you. My chat with Tracy, the professional organiser last week, made me think about the concept of organising the mind, which is a great metaphor to illustrate what the hell the coaching journey is and what debitching your brain can do for your sanity and your confidence. So in order to manage your mind, you have to be brave and vulnerable enough to pull back the curtain and let the light in to see what's really going on in all the nooks and crannies. You can find out where you're wasting energy. You'll discover what you truly believe and leave a ton of baggage out for the recycling. (sighs) You'll understand what your boundaries are and where you're not holding them and why. There'll no doubt be some surprises along the way, both good and bad. And you'll find out how you're letting that bitch in your head, call it ego, call it monkey mind, whatever works for you, you'll find out how you're letting that hold you back from living the life that you really, really want. So the concept of having a tidy brain versus a chaotic one, isn't it wonderful? To have a tidy brain, let's pretend you have an office and a filing cabinet in your head with all the different types of thoughts all categorised. Okay, so bear with, you've got The messy pile of thoughts, we've all got one of those, right? The neatly filed thoughts, thoughts for the shredder, thoughts on the to-do list, thoughts in a dark box you're afraid to open, and thoughts on a five-year plan. I'm going to dig into each of these categories. So the messy pile, these are the ones that tend to be repetitive and drain your energy, like what should I buy from the supermarket? What am I going to wear today? When should I do the washing? Shall I wash my hair tonight or later or just not at all? Am I spending too much time on social media? Is it good for me? All of these thoughts are really just noise getting in the way of clarity. Do feel free to pop them in the recycling because they are not urgent and guaranteed they'll be re-delivered by the mailman in the junk next week. They will not be forgotten. They're coming back. The neatly filed thoughts in my little game... Represent the ones that are buried deep in your subconscious, and yet so much of them are about what's important to you. These are the ones that have you rooted in your belief systems without you even realizing. They are your markers for good and bad, and they are what make your moral compass spin. They are what make you choose one thing over another thing, and potentially they're the hardest to work with because bit like those lines that won't iron out of a new top because it's been in a bag folded up for so long. They just, yeah, they take they take a lot of work. And the idea of exploring them and maybe making them a bit untidy might be too much to bear. But if you didn't go into the forest, you wouldn't find the beautiful log cabin and the lake. And in my imagination, there is a topless man in jeans Possibly with an axe, possibly with some oil or grease on him or whatever. (laughs) Anyway, right. So they're neat and filed away because we rarely pay them any attention. Because we're programmed to believe or socialised and educated to believe that we focus on other people's needs first. So the things that are important to us just get left on the back burner while we're doing things that we think we quote unquote should do. Like going to the gym and putting in extra hours at work or making sure that your family are all okay, making sure that your friends' needs are all sorted out. Whether you've done work on understanding your values and beliefs or not, they could always do with a bit more attention because they are subject to change. TBCWIP. They are contextual and they change in different areas of your life, like a chameleon shifting from sand to jungle. What's important to you at home may not be important to you at work. Questioning why these things rank highly for you is essential to make sure that it's not your bitch dictating her values. She likes to keep you safe and stuck. So if the things you think you value feel limiting in any way, go deeper. Have a good old probe and work out if it's just your ego getting in the way of what you really want. Ones for the shredder. These are the ones that are not serving you and there's probably a ton of them, like shredding in the real world. You'll have stacks of them from all over the place and the imposter bitch will be a regular feature. These thoughts are the root of your, I can't, I'm not good enough, it's not fair story. Ah look, there goes the woe is me bitch who believes that things won't change and life is inherently unfair and that it's easier for other people and that your emotional bane knows no end. <laughs> your malleable mind absorbed all of this stuff when you were a kid, but you are a different woman now and it's time to move on. Might feel hard to put them in the shredder, the equivalent of watching a family photo get chewed up by a dog. Unless you really don't like your family, then that might be quite pleasurable. But sometimes we have to let the past go, say a tearful farewell and let that bit of identity go so that we're able to step into the future that we really want. Your ones on the to-do list are your thoughts that pop up and you disregard for now because you deem them as too hard to tackle in the moment. They come from your procrastination bitch who would rather watch Netflix and chill than be assertive and step into her power. A bit like buying a new lamp that has a cable that's a few centimeters short of reaching the plug socket you'll never shed any light on your life when this bitch is around not being plugged into your why makes the mundane shit in life harder to handle because you can't see the bigger picture you can't see a reason to get on with the mediocre nonsense the perfectionist bitch has a switch in this area too Don't turn the light on too soon. No exposure of the work in progress. Hell no. People who let their perfectionist bitch take over believe they are above the mere mortals who do not practice perfectionism. But the reality is not so shiny, not so sparkly. Being a perfectionist is not actually a positive thing. I'm a perfectionist actually means I fuck myself over. Being a perfectionist means that you rarely get started because the time is never right. It means wasting so much time and so many of us are obsessed that we haven't got enough time. So ditch the perfectionism. It means not sharing an idea because you believe a better, more worthy one will come along any second now. You can see why the perfectionist bitch is such great mates with the procrastination bitch, not least because they have very, very many syllables in their names that are hard to say, but they are a double act of self-sabotage. One knee deep in snacks on the sofa and the other reapplying her makeup on repeat. What a pair of balls. (laughs) The ones in a dark drawer make your asshole squirm and your stomach do flips at the very hint of opening them. These are the thoughts that might drive you to therapy as an adult. I know that I definitely had a box of very dark thoughts that drove me to have many, many hours of therapy. The strange fucked up bits of your childhood that you need a professional to tell you. Don't worry, you're not insane, slash a weirdo, slash bad person, slash freak. You are in fact human. Welcome to the club. Incidentally, the sooner you address the dark drawer the sooner you can own your story and move on. We're all weird and we're all wonderful. We're all wacky. We just pretend to be, quote unquote, normal because the cast of bitches in our head all fear the judgment of others. Ta-da! Which means, to be clear, fearing words in other people's minds. Mm-hmm. That's what fearing judgment of others actually is. Let's take all the emotion out of it being afraid that somebody else's brain thinks a negative thing about you. Are you really going to let that stop you changing your opinion on something or trying something new or wearing an awesome new outfit? How funny that someone else's brain activity can create a set of handcuffs we put on ourselves without question. This comes up so often with my clients, their behaviour and choices being restricted because of things going on in other people's brains. As a coach, one of the best bits of my job is watching the joy unfold in someone else's life when they do the work to unhook from this bullshit. Seeing someone create and respect their boundaries for me is absolutely joyous. Because the thing is, other people have got the freedom to judge you whenever they want and on whatever they want, not just the things that you worry they are judging you on. Other people can think you're a dick when you think you're rocking and other people can think you're rocking when you think you're a dick. So since you can't control what goes on in the minds of others, is it time to stop dicking around and unlock the handcuffs? Your thoughts on a five-year plan will be clearer and so much easier to manage and file once you've sorted through the mess of your values and double-checked the validity of your beliefs and shredded up the shit. Understanding your drivers and knowing what makes you feel raw versus meh is key to creating your yellow brick road. And it doesn't matter that you don't know how you're going to get there, a simple bit of direction is enough to create some thrust. And you'll feel inspired to make this shit happen because you'll know why you're doing it. Tra-la-la-la. You don't need to keep old thoughts. They are like old bank statements and old lovers. They have served their purpose. So all of that stuff is the first part of the debitch your, your brain journey. Awareness. Once you know what you're dealing with, the fog starts to recede where once you felt like you were going round and round in circles, other shapes begin to appear. The compass in your heart that has forever been in a spin begins to slow down and actually points towards something. Huzzah! And then we begin the second phase, which is to disrupt, meaning that you stick a spoke in the wheel of your inner critic and you take action to to bring on the change that your soul longs for. And holy shit, you can actually trust yourself to take a step forward. You know the stuff that's important to you. And the best bit is you know how to create more of it. Once you step into your power, you begin the process of elevation. You'll feel calm and clear in a way that just wasn't available to you before. You get to rise above your bullshit and watch it fade away into the distance Ah, the power of an organised mind. So start with having a think about what you truly value in yourself and other people. And why these things are important to you. And how you can create more of them in your life. What behaviours, what things do you have to do to get more, to make more, to create more of the stuff you love. If you have any questions, do drop me a DM on Insta or pop me an email via the contact page on my site and I shall get back to you. And if you haven't already, do make sure you download my confidence hack packs from my website so that you can get started on this journey right now. All right, gangaroo, I am out of here. Until next time, remember your thoughts are just fiction of the mind, Bye. loving what you're hearing from this podcast then please share it with someone who you reckon needs to hear it then come on over to my website jessnicks.com and sign up to my mailer to keep you in the loop with all things empowerment and debitching your brain give me a cheeky follow on the ground at Coaching. until next time remember your thoughts are just fiction of the mind bye bye now